Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, February 26th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. Bernie Sanders came under withering and sustained criticism during last night's presidential debate in Charleston, South Carolina, as his six rivals launched urgent attempts to stop the candidate who has the clearest path to the Democratic nomination. Standing at center stage for the first time, a reflection of his newfound frontrunner status, Sanders faced attacks from all sides on matters including his inconsistent record on gun control, his praise for leftist dictators, the cost of his signature Medicare for All plan, and the damage other candidates say he would inflict on down-ballot Democratic candidates if he were the nominee. Sanders largely weathered the attacks, throwing counterpunches of his own, and at times seemed to relish the sudden attention after decades as an insurgent underdog pushing ideas from the sidelines. I'm hearing my name mentioned a little bit tonight. (laughs) The 10th Democratic debate came at a critical moment ahead of South Carolina's primary on Saturday and then three days later, Super Tuesday, when a third of the party's delegates are up for grabs across 14 states. With the future of several of the campaigns hanging in the balance, the candidates let it rip, throwing their arms in the air and shouting over one another. Crosstalk is a word that appears a lot in the transcript, presenting a cacophony from a party that, as it approaches its biggest voting day, has made no real strides in its quest to figure out where it's headed. They debated capitalism and socialism, a host of liberal ideas and cautions about their cost. They struck at one another's past, and they questioned the legitimacy of their promises for the future. When candidates pivoted off Sanders, Elizabeth Warren cast herself as a more effective version of her liberal rival. Mike Bloomberg argued that Sanders would lose to Trump. Joe Biden hit Sanders on guns. And Pete Buttigieg said Sanders would be a drag in November. I am not looking forward to a scenario where it comes down to Donald Trump with his nostalgia for the social order of the 1950s and Bernie Sanders with a nostalgia for the revolutionary politics of the 1960s. Bloomberg appeared more steady and prepared than he was last week in Las Vegas, even as rivals reiterated many of the same critiques. He knocked Sanders over reports that Russians are attempting to help his presidential campaign in an effort to disrupt the Democratic contest. Amy Klobuchar used the chaos on stage to drive a point she's been trying to make throughout her campaign, casting herself as a common-sense civil leader who embodies Minnesota nice and can win in the Midwest. If we spend the next four months tearing our party apart, we're going to watch Donald Trump spend the next four years tearing our country apart. No candidate was in more need of a strong performance than Biden, who has staked his candidacy on winning South Carolina to reverse a string of three losses. His frustration showed as he repeatedly complained about the lack of decorum on stage and not getting enough time to speak. At one point, he said, gentlemen don't get very well treated up here. Biden went after Sanders hard early, invoking the massacre at the Emanuel AME Church, which was just across the street from where the debate was taking place. A white supremacist killed nine parishioners there in 2015 as they prayed at a Bible study. Biden said the killer wouldn't have been able to get that weapon with a waiting period, and he attacked Sanders for voting against gun control legislation five times, including some that included such waiting periods. Sanders said he regrets voting to give gun manufacturers legal immunity from lawsuits brought by victims of mass shootings. 
Billionaire Tom Steyer, back on the debate stage after failing to make the cut in Nevada, has spent more money advertising in South Carolina than any other candidate, and he's polling in third place. He attacked both Sanders and Bloomberg. Meanwhile, Biden attacked Steyer for investing in private prisons, a reflection of his strength in the polls. And there was a lot of talk about money in politics. Bloomberg stumbled verbally as he attempted to take credit for the new Democratic House majority. At one point, he appeared to say he bought them before quickly correcting himself. Let's take a listen. The, all of the new Democrats that came in, put Nancy Pelosi in charge and gave the Congress the ability to control this president, I, bought, I, I got them. For her part, Warren noted that Bloomberg spent heavily to help her Republican opponent, Scott Brown, when she ran for Senate in Massachusetts in 2012. She also attacked Bloomberg for giving money to support Republican Senator Lindsey Graham's reelection in South Carolina. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning wherever you get your podcasts. 